the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 15 The simple believeth every word, but the prudent man looketh well to his going. Hear the words of God in Solomon again. The simple believeth every word, but the prudent man looketh well to his going. Skepticism is a virtue. Caution is a sign of nobility. Demanding proof is wisdom. Only the foolish and stupid believe all they hear or read. A wise and successful man will examine things carefully before he makes any decision. He understands the risks and rewards before he chooses a course of action. He does nothing by chance or mere hope. The proverb before you is for your safety and success. It is one of the best. Memorize it. It will save you often. You live in bad times. Men trust sound bites instead of sound reasoning. The information explosion bombards you with new data every day. Telemarketers, mail order catalogs, advertisements, infomercials, pop-up ads, and the internet throw opinions suggestions and products at you at all times. God inspired Solomon to save you by this pithy saying. The simple are gullible. They are not bright. They do not have conviction or ability to question and criticize new information. If it sounds good and something they want to be true, they believe it. If others are enthusiastic about it, they get excited. If it is in print, they believe it must be true. If a perceived authority says so, they trust it completely, even without evidence. If strangers say it worked for them, that is good enough evidence for them to buy it. The prudent are wise. They have discretion. They are not gullible. They are skeptical of anything sounding too good, too easy, too neat. Too good to be true is their motto. They are not impressed by things in print, words by authority figures, or testimonials from strangers. They want evidence, and it must be valid evidence. If the simple are excited, they conclude it must be wrong. The majority opinion, especially in this ignorant and perverse society, scares wise men away. Learn to reject anything without proof, and learn the rudiments of evaluating proof. A testimonial is not proof of anything. A drawing of the evolution of the horse is fantasy. The public education system neglects logic and rhetoric in their training of children. They want you gullible to trust their authorities, which are educators, the media, and entertainers, none of whom, in this Bible-rejecting generation, have a clue about truth and error. See the comments in Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 16. Men are vulnerable to fraud in different areas. The old crave a cure for aging and disease, so they buy magazines filled with health speculations, false advertising, and testimonials of miracles. Young men want to look like Hercules, so they ingest gargantuan amounts of the latest weight gain powder, from the same store that Granny visited for her life extension. Of course, 
Those young men in 20 years will try a new powder to take that weight off. Some men fall for financial fraud because they want to make millions easily. Others obsess about conspiracies and avoid the electronic cashier at the grocery store for fear of receiving the mark of the beast. Safety freaks stop flying because their flight, out of a hundred thousand flights each day, might have a passenger with a shoe bomb. And doting mothers play subliminal ocean sounds to their sleeping children to help them learn to swim, or so they think. Many hold evolution, though it be only a theory, to be science, though it violates key parts of the scientific method. Many buy lottery tickets, thinking they have a chance, because they saw a winner on television. Many worship Joel Osteen. For his constant repetition, they all can be grinning millionaires like him. Many cremate dead relatives, because the funeral home said it is better than burial. Many others are vegetarians, because an emaciated guru said it leads to God. How could tulip mania of Holland occur in 1637, or the dot-com bubble of 1997 to 2000? How did America turn its opinion of sodomy upside down in one generation? Why blame banks for the subprime mortgage crisis of 2007 to 2009 when they loaned the money? How could anyone buy a ticket for the Heaven is for Real movie? How can network marketing still exist when 98% of all participants lose money buying overpriced products for the 2%? Many Christians practice infant baptism, though it is not even hinted at in the Bible. Charismatics in many places claim to be apostles, though Paul was the last one nearly 2,000 years ago. Seventh-day Adventists claim to fame as their false prophecy of the Lord's coming in 1844, yet they have millions of followers still. Catholics at Mass eat a wafer they claim is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ without any Bible, logical, or scientific evidence at all. Parent, teach your children to be skeptics. It can be enjoyable. Show them the false advertisements you get about the free family cruise to Tahiti. Show them the fine print requiring you to get to Mexico City for departure and the contract to rent expensive condos on four continents over the next four years. Teach them to look for the fine print and teach them to look around in a full circle which is circumspection in the Bible. Ephesians 5 and verse 15. Teach your children one of life's greatest lessons. There is no free lunch. Teach them another. No stranger loves them. The salesman and infomercial have one goal, to take their money from their pockets for themselves. Teach them the Bible is the only book to believe absolutely. Teach them that God is the only being they can totally trust. Remind them that only God and the godly are truly looking out for them and their future success. Watch the evening news together and point out the blather of the anchor, no matter who it is. Watch a Benny Hinn crusade together. Tell them he has never healed anyone and screens every sick person several times before they ever reach the platform. 
read The Emperor's New Clothes by Hans Christian Andersen to them, and explain how often they will need to say, but the Emperor doesn't have any clothes on, in this twisted world of peer-pressured perversity. You live in the perilous times of the last days, described in 2 Timothy chapter 3. Information is the rage. Schools and degrees, books and other media, multiply ridiculously. Men are gorged on information, but there is no truth. Paul warned, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. 2 Timothy 3.7 And it will not get better, for Paul also wrote in the same context, Evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Husband, protect your wife. Satan stole Eve's mind in about ten seconds in the Garden of Eden. And Paul warned that religious creeps would seek to capture silly women, that is, weak and vulnerable women. Protect your weaker vessel. What is the cure? Confidence and knowledge in the Bible and a pastor that will preach mainly to you and provide encouragement and doctrine to lead your family. Here is valuable wisdom. In life there is truth and error. A wise man will prove all things. He will reject any error and tightly hold the truth. Paul taught this rule when he wrote in 1 Thessalonians 5.21, Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. The Bereans were noble for searching the scriptures to prove even Paul, according to Acts 17.11. They were not simple. They did not believe impulsively. They proved the Apostle Paul out. Believe not every spirit, as John wrote in 1 John 4. The God of the Bible is absolute truth, and his word is absolute truth. Satan is a liar and the father of lies. He has no truth in him. And all men follow one or the other. Listener, what do you follow? There is no neutral ground. By your first birth, you love lies. But as the children of God, you can follow the truth if you will prove it and pursue it. Let God be true, but every man a liar. The Lord Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. He is faithful and true. You can trust Him completely for your future today and for eternity. Amen.